Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Woods, a little life draining from him. The seals take so much out of you that PA so work tired, on Saturday. Man. I know how to fire you back up though in our final hour. Laker talk. No, I want to talk about uh, Bob Nightingale's column Ooh. that he wrote at some point. <laughs> this was anything that can cause Woods Ugh. to praise Bob Nightingale it's on so Twitter. It's so weird, right? Extraordinary, what the right? What's happening? I mean, when you see a Woods tweet going, I know I give Bob a lot of yes. s, but. This was really well, well done. What's half the battle is half the battle is admitting that you have a problem. Admitting that there is a problem with with what's going on in the game of baseball. And I don't mean big record signings. I am pro player. I am anti cheap owner. I think Shohei Otani getting seven hundred million dollars is great for him. I think it sucks for Padres fans, but I don't think it's the end of the world, certainly, but I want players to get paid what they're worth because the teams always manage to come out ahead. They always manage to come out ahead somehow. And uh, So you know I'm pro-player. You know I'm pro-salary. You know I'm anti-cheap owner. And I'm anti-reporters doing the thing that they've been doing in recent years. And uh, I was shocked when Bob Nightingale wrote this piece. Yeah, if you, if you missed it, his USA Today weekly Sunday baseball column really took his own colleagues to task. And for, himself. And himself for losing their minds during this Shohei Otani free agency sweepstakes. And, I mean, J.P. Morosi may never recover from the <laughs> absolute well, pen-lashing he got from Bob Nightingale. That's the thing is, they always do recover. There is no repercussion. It's like being an umpire. There's no repercussion. I today, right now, no BS as a and not a you know not a not a journalist. I could get on my Twitter, and I could tweet right now, hearing reports that the Los Angeles Dodgers are heavily involved in talks with Scott Boris for Blake Snell and Shung Ho Lee. Sources say teams are close. Players have, are being notified or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I could mm-hmm. literally tweet that out. What is going to happen to me tomorrow? Will I be here at work tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Will I get dragged a little bit if it doesn't happen? Sure. If you can take it, if you have the iron constitution to, uh, to get, I mean, willing it, to get I mean, dragged. I mean, you didn't even say it was going to happen, though. When sources say rumor, you know, like they're close, whatever. 
What Morosi did though Bro, was misled the entire country. The entire which country is, of I Canada. Think that was when you really did go way too far. But, but that you, was worth like I I, mean, I can think of three over the last couple of years. There was Rosenthal, Rosenthal Scherzer, Scherzer yeah. Padres, Murdered Dodgers. Us. That sucked. Uh, John Heyman, right, had the arson judge, judge, to, judge the to the Giants, and then Morosi on Friday. Well, yeah. and Bob Knight, are we going to do this here? Sure, why not? All right, let's just do it yeah. here. So he wrote a piece uh, and basically called himself, too. He, t- he, he, But in a certain way, he called himself to task. So there was an issue at the uh, winter meetings, and we all heard, I think it was Jesse Rogers that actually came out with it, our pal from ESPN, and said, yeah, I basically just watched Jed Hoyer, the GM of the Cubs, face-to-face with Bob Nightingale. And I guess what it was about was he had tweeted that the interest in show had waned, uh, which is not good. You know, if you're the Cubs and your interest hadn't waned, you don't want them thinking your interest has waned at all. He also had something to say with Christopher Morell being included in trade talks. That was also not true. But Bob went on to say in his article, he actually never raised his voice. He never. He just said... Wasn't even about Otani. Not, wasn't even about Otani, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So... There is something there is something to what Bob is saying and what John JP Morosi did, but JP Morosi's not gonna lose his job. He gets dragged for a couple days and it's over. But what I loved even more about Bob's piece is something that you do so well also. You and Bob Nightingale, apparently. Please don't compare me to Bob Nightingale. <laughs> He peeled back the curtain. Yes. You're, you're really good at peeling back the curtain. I have no problem peeling the curtain. Back. And I always love that. And I think uh, Tier 1's like that as well, when Woods kind of shows you how the sausage is made. And Bob finally admitted what I think all of us kind of suspected. But when reporters, baseball reporters, run with these rumors and sources, he said 90%, maybe 95% of the time, it's the agent who is telling you this. The teams have very few... Leaks, they do not give much information. But, you know, the Rosenthal's, the Passons, the Morosi's, the Nightingale's of the world, they've got all of the agents on their, you know, their speed dial, their text list, and the agents will feed them, they'll feed the chickens. They will throw these crumbs out with absolutely an agenda. Every single agent is doing this, not out of the goodness of their hearts, because they love J.P. Morosi or Ken Rosenthal so much. It's like they reporter are, A, you're going to get the scoop. Right. Report, reporter B, you're going to get the terms of yeah. the money and the Because they want to be good with all of them because they need all of them. Reporter C, they, you're going to get the players in return. The, <laughs> a, the agents need the reporters to generate the stories that create the market for their players, that create the competition for their players, which what? Raises the price and increases the contracts, which then in turn enriches the agents who are getting a portion of those contracts in the end. So when the agents are giving them 90 to 95 percent of these scoops, who knows if they're really totally accurate? Do you trust the agent when you know, hey, if I can make it look like there are four teams going after my client and I can squeeze an extra Five million out of that. Well, I get ten percent, so that's an extra five hundred thousand dollars in my pocket for simply sending a text to Ken Rosenthal in indicating that there was some interest from these other teams. You think they're not doing it? You think they're not lying about some of these source, you know, these reports and these interest in, in their players? Of course they are. They're also doing their job for their clients at the same time. It's an easy justification. It goes to show you, too, uh, just how insecure people in this business are. 
What is it worth to you to be first? What do you fifty thousand dollar bonus? I don't said you get a bonus. I don't think so. I don't think that. I don't think so. And I don't think you can incentivize that <laughs> because then you'll get worse than you already way. have. <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, it, then it's just guys taking shots in the dark, hoping they're right. Um, but you know, he says in here, these are the rules, and if someone lies to us, we fall for it. It's why I've always been so reluctant to run with. I have video evidence of a pitcher doctoring a baseball, and I didn't run with it because I, frankly, I don't have the constitution for it. I don't have it. I just, I, it's not my job. It's not my job to do. I gave it to a guy that, that it was his job and said, here, that's for you, man. Think of a good bit idea, throw it back my way. <laughs> right? But, I mean, I literally had video evidence of it. Videos on video of Trevor Bauer doctoring baseballs pre game. Watching him with his hat and the sticky stuff, smearing it into certain spots, putting it in spots in his glove. He's like, bro, I got this. Do you want it? I'm like, I don't want this. What the hell am I going to do with it? Break this news? I'm not a news breaker. Um, I I didn't at that time. It's probably three years ago. This was pre-Trevor Bauer lawsuit everything. I thought to myself, can he sue me? Will I lose my job? That's how I felt. These guys have no worries about John Paul Morosi showed up to work today with a tumbler full of Starbucks and his knapsack and he's ready to pound out the next free agent you know move that's it nothing's gonna happen to this cat dude nothing he is gonna get dragged and a year from now they're gonna be like people will be posting the Canadian flag there's no accountability there's nothing's gonna happen I, so I mean if you want to get you know paid as a big time insider you have to be at least right and first enough where you've got that Cachet, you know, if Jeff Passan says something, pretty feel gospel. Now. He doesn't pretty gospel. put out. He doesn't the do the, the yeah. sources say it's. He it's will be done. the last for, one to say something, for and the, it's the finale. You know, of it. Uh, you know. Unfortunately, for the Hector Gomez's of the world and some of the other people who are tweeting out these rumors and these these stories. I don't think they're really monetizing them, or they're not getting much out of this it. This Joseph they? Kim guy's got me about to pull my hair out. Four days a week, uh, he's got the the connections uh, in Japan and Korea, and he's always tweeting something. And I look at it and I go, "Don't you do it? Don't you get excited about it?" I don't know how much he actually knows. Um, yeah, Hector Gomez is right every now and then. Certainly, some of the Jenna Tolls is right sometimes. <laughs> okay. Genitals and Seymour Butts have been accurate on things. I just now you mentioned early in the show that you did not buy into the conspiracy theories that were floating around. No, I did not. That the agency for Shohei Otani, CAA, used used the Blue Jays, Morosi, yep. the entire country of Canada to jack the price up. Correct. I do well, not well, believe Why that. wouldn't they do that, though? I, don't, I, I follow I, it 100%. I don't, 99.9. Here's, here's what didn't happen. What's the guy's name that was on the plane? Uh, oh, it was the Shark Tank judge. Okay, Shark Tank. Who's a CAA client? Understood. <laughs> hey, you're, you're going here anyway. Let's float it out there that it could potentially be Shohei Otani on that plane. Is that fun for you? And the guy's like, yeah, whatever you got to do, I'm going you regardless. You to tell him. Robert Hershevec. So... I don't think that there was some I don't think that there was some big conspiracy to to dupe the entire country of Canada. I don't. I it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. It makes the Dodgers panic and maybe add another hundred I million mean, again, dollars. Was CAA unhappy that Morosi went with that though and 
created perhaps some urgency for maybe the Dodgers to up their offer at the last minute. I mean, you had Dodgers blogs so. on Friday going, it's done. Oh, yeah. He's going to be the Blue Jay. Yeah, he's going to be a Blue Jay. I mean, he really had – I didn't buy it. I never bought it. I didn't buy it on Friday. I'd um, love to know if the Dodgers increased their offer in the last 24 hours before the Friday Sunday. More night. interesting to me is – Or if is, that was always the offer on the table and nothing changed. You'll never know. But more, in, know. more, know. more interesting to me is – Someone knows. Did Dave Roberts' big mouth cost them an extra 40 50 100 million dollars did it did they hear that and go i told you guys not to say anything oh shohei's mad he could probably be won over with an extra hundred million dollars wouldn't the agent say that isn't that doing their job if they'd say that i'm more likely to believe that happened than some weird canadian plane hoax with shark tank guy but ultimately otani signed with the one team that actually didn't do what he asked correct Correct. So the one team that came out and admitted that we met with him. He's he, so I, I saw people going. My buddy called me over the weekend. He's a huge Padres fan, and, and we were talking. He goes, "You know, man." And he was dead serious. He was not being like, he wasn't being facetious. He goes, "Honestly, dude, I thought he was different." And I go, "How do you, I go? How do you mean?" He goes, "I just I really felt like he was a man of his word." And I really felt he was different. And I really didn't feel like it was all about the money for him. And I'd go, bro, it's always about the money. Like, it's always going to be about the money. You know, there's, you can count on one hand the guys that it wasn't about the money. Tony Gwynn was one of those guys. was not about the money for him. It was about being in San Diego. And he said, yeah, I, they, I think that's who I'm thinking of. You know, a guy like him that, that said, Yankees be damned, Indians be damned at the time. I want to stay in San Diego. Yeah, I can make more money. I want to stay here, and that makes me happy. I don't know that this makes Shohei Otani not different, though. I don't either. It makes him the same. I mean, He's the same. What if that's where he wanted to of go course. all along? Of course. I mean, he did. Uh, you know, he deferred a ton of the money. Uh, there's no. There's nothing that says he had to do that. That made him a little different, to be honest. Yeah, with you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he might be a little bit different, but the rumors were just insane in this whole thing. I mean, the whole. What his dog's but name was. It is was going, ironic. Like, people think his dog was named Dodger, and that's Dude, why he didn't want to say His dog's name's Mickey Mouse. I, told, I said it on Twitter. <laughs> I, his dog's name's Mickey. And for not one of those insiders that we have discussed over the last 13 minutes to break the news, it ended up being Otani, of all people, to break the news. Yeah, his to own put news. it on his own Instagram. That was unbelievable. I thought, it was, I thought he handled it uh, perfectly. I did. And it, it's. But when Bob Nightingale is dressing you down, for the way that you report, you know that you've like it's very ironic, and I I, I don't fail to see the irony. He missed he missed on Trevor Bauer a couple of years ago. Said he was going to the Mets. I mean, they all these guys really miss. A lot of them mm-hmm. miss more than others. Um, Heyman misses a ton. I mean, there's we miss. I mean, we all have our ideas. You just don't throw it out there. Uh, I mean, but literally, I could tweet that today, Ben. And what's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to me if, if that happens? Adam's not going to fire me. No, Michael's might, not going to fire me. He might me. even praise you. He might say, great job, dude, stirring the pot. <laughs> a so and I'm like, I, don't, card. I don't want to stir the pot right now. I just want to make Dodger fans mad, and I'm really good at that. But, uh, no, I mean, there's, 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 really, there's really nothing you can do. And I'll tell you, Bob, for all, all of Bob's blustering in this article, not one thing will change. Nothing will change nothing's going to change. They're going to run with what they hear because the the fear of being last is is greater than the fear of being wrong. I mean, he called it an embarrassment to journalism. 
You're talking about the guy that like cannot spell. He's, <laughs> he cannot spell in his tweets. Who did he say last? Merrill. He called the, the pitcher for the Diamondbacks. He, uh, Guriel Merrill is going to be their third starter this year. Guri, Guriel Merrill. No, it's not. It's Merrill Kelly. He said Mary, Merrill Guriel would be the starter. <laughs> he, they're all embarrassments to journalism at times. They all are. But nothing's going to happen to him. But if he's dressing you down, man, it's very, very ironic. Well, let's take a time out. Paulie still has his Rhino report coming up. Uh, but I, got... I, just to clarify, I did like what he wrote. And, and I did too. I like that he's at least saying we all need to do better because I think they do. It's, it was a circus. It was a circus. Uh, Paulie's Rhino report coming up next. Don't forget you can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti Friday nights at 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan. It is presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement back after Vicky's traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What did uh, what the Kluger send us? Uh, so just following up, no, it was just following up on our conversation about baseball insiders and the race to be first and getting it wrong and what Bob Nightingale wrote about J.P. Morosi and the state of his industry, essentially. And he sent us some audio from one Ken Rosenthal. And so let's follow up with that before we get to the round report. Yeah. Paul, you have the audio queued up? So this was Ken 
Uh, on was it MLB Network yesterday? Uh, this is foul territory. Foul territory. So, yeah, so his podcast, yeah, uh, video of Ken Rosenthal with some uh, self reflection following the Shohei Otani coverage. We all make mistakes in our jobs. You make them. Nah. I make them. No one is perfect. Uh, now I'm not saying that to excuse. Well, I've never made a mistake ever on the air. Here's what happened. <laughs> There's no excuse for what happened. There's no question about that. It should never happen. But this is the kind of thing that occasionally happens in the Twitter era. Fans want information in real time. Reporters are trying to give them information in real time. Everything gets sped up. And it leads, frankly, to more sloppiness than existed in the days before the Internet when we were, well, most of us were just writing for newspapers that came out the next day. Now, I've talked about my worst mistake, reporting that the Padres were close to getting Max Scherzer at the 2021 deadline. I have since learned that I got played by one source and that I placed too much value in the words of another. It was not excusable. I have to own it. I have to live with it. And to this day, it haunts me and it will always haunt me. I am not happy about what happened. Shouldn't happen. It was bad judgment on my part. But in this day and age, there are very few of us who haven't been caught in the same situation. And yes, the bigger the stakes, the more careful you should be. Anything you want to say along those lines, I'm good with. You're right. The question people have often is, what is the value in being first on Twitter? There we go. And honestly, I'm not so sure anymore. I don't know that I was ever so sure. Most transactions can be confirmed pause. in a matter of minutes. Now, I get amused pause, when pause. I... It's very simple. It's ego. That's the only... Hmm. That's it. Yeah. It's ego. And that... I've been in sports radio for five years. I was in music radio for, call it, ten years. The disparity between the ego on music radio and sports radio... <laughs> Is the difference in Matthew Batten's ability and Shohei Otani's ability. Wow. It's like nothing I've ever seen. It's You would think that we were in here curing communicable diseases. I was operating on someone's spine. That's the people I've been around since I started this business in five years in sports radio. I think about the, they, uh... they think of themselves as brain surgeons and not slap D's. Telling fart jokes, which is really what we're here to do. We did a bit like two years ago, January. Uh, Tom Verducci had that video where he got to put a Hall of Fame ballot together. And he made oh like a four-minute video. God, and he's just like the, the, the ridiculousness that went into the video of the responsibility. It was unbelievable. Remember that? I do. It was, it was incredible. And like we did a bit on it. Like brain and... surgeons don't, you don't see the brain surgeon doing a, this is my scalpel. <laughs> this is how I will save your life. No, the guy just goes and does his Tom job. You the power of this pen. The power but you're, of this you're pen. not immune to it either. <laughs> of course not. I mean, you tweeted last night. It's a great tweet. If Mahomes yelled at me with his frog voice, I'd be forced to start giggling. I would laugh so hard. You would. You got hundreds of likes and retweets on that. It makes yeah. you feel good when people acknowledge it used to. You it don't, you don't care anymore. You don't, you don't like, like them. People, I, really, I, oh, I, people I, really enjoyed something clever. I had I, to say, I like it. I, 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 I have I, to admit, I like that. 
Now, I've got to think baseball insiders, when they tweet out big news, they want and to it be gets 70,000 yeah. retweets and stuff, probably makes them get some little rush of endorphins like, I'm doing a good job For here. me? Positive just- feed, immediate gratification, positive feedback. It's not, hey, you wrote a good column and seven months later you win an award for it. It's immediate, right? There, yeah. I am seeing the numbers that people me, are it's just, validating my job it's and just, my work instantly. I got to get the banger off my off my mind. <laughs> I got to get it off my mind and into the feed. And I don't go and obsess about followers and and retweets and stuff anymore. Uh, I did. There was a time, certainly. My my little hiatus away really helped put it in perspective. Um, but I I think that the ego that's it. It's number one. I mean, Ken says I really never was sure. Why? Well, yeah, you want to be known and regarded as the best or the funniest or whatever it is. It's it's, it's ego. It's a very simple simple answer. Um, you know, then that and Jeff Passan. Have we we've all we've talked to Jeff Passan. We've I see the way Jeff Passan carries himself. His ego's through the roof. Through the roof. But he's he's earned it. You know, he's earned it. He does a good job at not getting down in the mud and reporting. I'm sure all of those agents now know, well, don't send it to him. He's not. It's a waste of a text. He's not going to run with, you know, uh, it, 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 a situation that's very clearly trying to drive the price up on my player. He's not going to run with it. It's just a waste of time. Yet so. he still breaks yet he still most breaks of the news. Because I, he must be wired into the teams. I mean, he must be wired into a GM or two that says, yeah, it's done. Uh, ink's on paper, and we're, you want to roll with it now. I'm, I'm, I would bet a lot of money that AJ Preller and Jeff Passan have communicated before many times about deals that are are finalized and whatever, uh, because I feel like he is a guy that they think they can trust. You know, so it is. Uh, it's an interesting, interesting. World. And you want to have that chip if you ever need it. Oh, like, absolutely. You know, you need a positive vibe from Jeff Passan. He's got a lot of. He's got a lot of. Juice in the baseball media world. Yeah. Let's uh, let's wrap up a little more. From we still have Ken Rosenthal. Yeah. The rest of it here. Yeah. In a matter of minutes. Now I get amused when I see people commenting on my stories, my columns, as they did after the Otani column, after he signed, saying, "Ken, you're a shill. You're a bootlicker. You're this. You're that. The other thing." Guys, MLB Network declined to bring me back in 2022 because I was none of those things. That's true. There are two prominent agents right now who won't talk to me because (laughs) I am none of those things. And there were two other prominent agents who went, I don't know, about a year, maybe a year and a half without talking to me because I am none of those things. It's just the way it is. If you're going to report, you're going to upset people. You're going to upset fans from time to time. Things happen. That's the nature of journalism. The nature of journalism is not simply to be nice to people so they will give you information. And that, to me, has been something that has been going on for a while now. Now, the choices I've made, they've hurt me in some ways. There's no question about it. I've had to live with that. And I'm not going to sit here on my high horse and tell you I'm the greatest. Like I said earlier, I am not perfect. It's a hard game, man. It's a hard game to be right all the time. It's a hard game simply to just go day by day and grind it out. But I've concluded over the years that journalism has to come first. That's what we're here to do. And the speed is important. The quickness of reporting something. No one can deny it. People want that. And you guys out there telling me we don't care. No, you can't. That's why you're on Twitter in the first place. 
But as much as speed might be important, accuracy and honesty are more important, and they always will be. I will say this about Ken Rosenthal. I like that, what he said, and he is right. I do remember that that whole situation uh, with MLB Network, certainly. He does pick favorites, and he does pick anti-favorites. And the San Diego Padres, for whatever reason, over the last few years, have become an anti-favorite of his. And when I watched him a couple weeks ago, we played the audio of him on Felt Territory saying, you know, and just bitter and mad, of, I could have gone harder at you. Let me ask you. Is that journalism? If by saying I've got more and that I that I purposely withheld because I could have gone harder at you, AJ Preller, is that journalism? The answer is no. The answer is unequivocally no. That is your duty to report what you know. What you know is fact. And it was by- not Kumbaya in San Diego. And you know what? That story we wrote, Dennis and I. We should have gone even stronger. That's a threat. That's a threat. You, If you could have gone stronger, you should have. Because you're in here preaching about the tenets. You should of, go exactly as far as your information will give you. supports. And you are... No, if, no you, further, no shorter. You're preaching about now the tenets of journalism. When six weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was, it was, ah, I got more. I chose not... To. That to me, you're saying... I've got this, and you don't get it. Not to the listeners. Now, and was not Ken the... probably right about that? Potentially. Yeah, probably. Potentially. And that was part of what Nightingale wrote. He goes, we used to be the bridge between the fan base of these teams and the teams themselves. Right. Give them a, an, a glimpse into the inner workings of whatever's going on with their favorite team. He goes, don't try and play it off. Like That's why you're doing this anymore. Right. Rosenthal, Heyman, Morosi, et cetera, et cetera. You're doing this for yourself. For ego. You're doing this for ego. But he was absolutely doing this to be right. first. When they started, it was a completely different game. You had all day until whatever, 8.30 p.m. deadline. You know, the paper hits the typesetter. You can confirm 17 times that you're right. And then it gets published, and it comes out in the morning, and you've got it first because you're absolutely right. And it was 19 hours after you first <laughs> learned it. Now, if you wait 45 seconds to try to make sure you got it right, Four other people have already scooped you. That's exactly on right. On Twitter. Yeah, I just got a DM asking, do you think you think AJ told Ken to, you know, stick it where the sun don't shine? And I said 1,000%. And that's why you got that diaper-filled rant about the Padres. And again, if you're going to be a journalist, you can't pick favorites. It, it, you we can't. You've gone even stronger. You can't. That's not something you can do. Well, you should understand that AJ. Well, you've got to he understand was, he's going to get blowback from guys well, like me and you and our audience. And AJ was, of course, lying through his teeth when he said everything was, was fine, fine between him and Bob. But it was his only alternative. Right. Doesn't Ken, Ken understands that AJ's job as general manager of the pod race doesn't involve massively creating even more tension and drama between himself and the manager that may, in fact, still be his manager Correct. for the next year. Correct. So he had no choice other than to try to make it seem like everything was okay. Ken should at least understand that. that it, I never thought AJ was simply trying to embarrass reporters by no, the line. No, 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 no. He was g- taking the only avenue that he had. He was told you know, by Peter Seidler before he died, try to make this work. So he was trying to make it work, and trying to make it work involved downplaying how much it wasn't working last year. Correct. <laughs> Correct. That's exactly right. That's not to defend AJ at all, but that is exactly what happened. Exactly. It's exactly what happened. But you can't preach to me about the tenets of journalism now and try to repair you know, the mistakes that you've made. And, and 
Look, I loved some of those articles. I, there were parts of those articles I went, I'm glad this is out there. I'm glad it's out there. But then to come back and say, oh, I could have I done more. Now you're not being a journalist. Now you're, now you're being weird and petty. And- it was not kumbaya in San Diego. It's you so know what? strange. That story we wrote, Listen to Dennis the th- and I, the threat. It should have gone even stronger. Why didn't you? And maybe if you asked him, Ken would say, not my finest moment now. Maybe in self in self reflection mode potentially. Yeah, it's just very uh, it's just very emotional. That's not a, a journalist can't be emotional. That's what I've always been told. You'd be a terrible journalist. You're too emotional. <laughs> you have to be just head down. Here's the story. Story filed. Run with it. Um, that's em- that right there is emotion. That's emotion. That is saying you're lucky. He's sitting back going, "You're lucky, man. I could have." I could have buried you guys, and I didn't. Then right. you're not a good journalist. You should be thanking. You should be thanking me, Paulie. All right, we, Tell that to the missus. We got tonight. one, we got one segment left. Paulie's still got his Rondo report, which we've now put off two segments, but I think it was worth it. It was good conversation. Someone took a shot at one of my favorite people. Oh, boy. And Paulie is going to put it in the Rondo report. Is it me? No. No. Oh. You are one of he my favorite people. He likes this person way more <laughs> than he likes Steve you. Kerr? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Steve Kerr. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And it actually was a pretty good shot, I will say. It's coming up next with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. My apologies to uh, Matthew Batten for catching some shrapnel in that last segment. He did. I should have said uh, anybody else. I'm sorry, Matthew. You're very valuable. Caught a little shrapnel. What did you say the, for? the talent difference between Matthew Batten and Shohei Otani, Otani yeah. was your comparison. Yeah. Sorry about that. Ouch. I think even stings. I, think, I mean, I think Matt Matthew Batten would say, "Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can't pitch. I don't hit yeah. 60, 50 bombs. Fair enough. But I didn't mean he's one of our beloved. So." Uh, no, me, no, didn't mean to throw some shrapnel. First name that popped in my head. Well, all I think about is the Padres' depth, and of course, Matthew Batten comes to mind when I think of uh, Padres' depth. Did you watch the uh, game last night, the Sunday night game at all? 
the Eagles. Yeah, Cowboys, Cowboys yeah. trashed the Eagles. Smoked them. But the, I thought the big story was the kicker for the Cowboys. Brandon Aubrey is his name. Notre Dame. Soccer team, Soccer right? player. Yeah. yeah. Then went to the USFL. Like, learned over the last three years how to kick. He's now 30 for 30 in his first season. And he <laughs> made, amazing, He kicked a 59-yarder, a 60-yarder, a 45-yarder, and a 50-yarder, and made them all look about as easy as a field goal looks. I mean, the guy has has pretty much redefined kicking at the start of his career. Yeah. Has not missed at all. It's incredible. What a find. I mean, what a weapon that is for a... A franchise, how many times has the kicker cost well, the Cowboys in the past? They said in the broadcast last night, uh, Tony, I think it was Tony Roman, was like, man, there's nobody that can make a uh, coach look smarter or dumber than a kicker. Because now, I mean, if you watch the uh, the Los Angeles Chargers game, you saw Brandon Staley really likes to go forward on fourth down and not a lot of success. You have a kicker like that, you don't have to all the time. You can just take your three points and get the hell out of there and, and call it a day when you have a kicker that's that accurate and that that effective. Well, I think the advantage is you wouldn't even try 60 yarders in the first quarter unless no. you had immense confidence in your kicker because if he misses, you're given way too good a field position to the other team. But it's like, why not? We're just three free points. A guy is perfect. He's been perfect in his career. Uh, it's, I mean, until the day he's not. Obviously, he's going to miss at some point. But right now, they're riding the hottest of hot streaks I think a kicker has ever seen. And it gives the Cowboys a little bit of an advantage. They're 10-3. and three. They've got the tiebreaker now over the Eagles, who are 10-3. and three. The 49ers are 10-3. and three. It's going to be a fun final month yeah, there in the NFC be. going forward. All right, it's going to be a fun final week here of the Ben and Woods Show in 2023. Coming up next Wednesday is our fifth annual Ben and Woods Christmas and Holiday Extravaganza, and we will be giving away $1,000 gift cards to help families in need buy gifts for the holidays. Visit 973thefansd.com slash holiday. Nominate a family in need to receive the gift cards, and then uh, we got to thank all of our generous sponsors. So I know we've got $1,000 gift cards from Padilla Law Group, San Diego's father-son injury law firm. Visit PadillaLawGroup.com. San Diego Seals. Get your tickets now at SealsLAX.com. Seven Mile Casino, just seven minutes from downtown. Swami's Cafe, a spot to dine and unwind. And it looks like we're getting a fifth card from the Tier 1s who have put together it's unbelievable. at least $1,000, and we're working that out as well to add another one to the mix. So get those nominations in on our website, 97.3thefansd.com slash holiday. Continue to blow me away. We, we've already got, we got the fifth card is it's secured. Yep. It's a matter of will the Tier 1s donate a sixth card. That's <laughs> incredible, is what we're already man. working on. That That's is incredible. Unbelievable. Brilliant. All right, Brilliant. we got uh, 10 minutes left for Polly's Rondo Report. We'll get to it right after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a all right. All right. Gentlemen, we'll start off in college football. There was just, uh, I think, just the one game that we talked about, Army-Navy, over the weekend. But the Navy Heisman lost Award. to yes. Army. Woods bet on the game after the fact and still lost. <laughs> 
I got Navy. Got it. Got me. Navy. Well, it's Army already won. Ah, dang. Did Navy ever have a lead? Because I remember seeing a lead at some point. No, I don't think so. Got two kids. Well, if you would have bet on Jaden Daniels to be the Heisman winner. You can ask him, I think. So, If you had bet on Jaden Daniels to win the Heisman winner, you would be a wealthy man. Right now. Bet right now. Don't bet now. Jaden Daniels won the award over Michael Penix Jr. from Washington. Now Michael Penix won that award, right? <laughs> you get good odds on Penix right now. It was a little bit closer than I thought. We all kind of thought it was Jaden Daniels' award to lose, and it pretty much was. But he had 503 first place finishes or first place votes for a total of 2,029 points. Michael Penix Jr. finished behind him with 1,701 total points. Very deserving. I feel like too many people get to vote on the Heisman. That's a lot of people. I mean, it's always good to have a large sample size. Usually that... Better than six. Yeah, then then they have too much power. But do you really trust that the like 12,000 people who are voting here all are watching enough college football to you like, have an informed opinion bro, on this? I mean, seriously, that, I'd be like, I watch like two teams. Maybe. I mean, this is... Uh... Maybe they just limit it to like one reporter... One media member that follows each Division One program. I mean, I, I saw, like, Jaden Daniels had 40 touchdown passes. That's amazing. But, like, 11 of them came against FCS opponents in two of his games. So do those really count for anything? I don't know. I might have gone with Michael Penix Jr. still. Best player, best team sort of thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have a problem with it. All right. In the NBA, this is what we were teasing. Uh, Steve Kerr just taking sh- getting shots thrown at him over the weekend. So... We'll start with the audio from a couple of weeks ago. Warriors playing in Phoenix against the Suns. And here's what Steve Kerr had to say after the game. It's like a, it's like a South Beach club out there. What are we doing? I'm being dead serious. Like, I couldn't hear anything out there. It's just the whole whole game. It's just this thumping techno club music. Phoenix. Yeah. Is it a Cecile's game? Boy, you hate the a Seals game, bro. You would time. hate the Seals Wood game. screaming all the time. Mommy crew in the background. I mean, that's what they do now in Phoenix. They have really amped up the noise inside the yeah. footprint Those center. Those comments Fun. were made yeah. after the Warriors played in Phoenix. Did they lose? They, I think they lost, uh, I think they lost they that, game. Lose that game. They yeah. lost that game. Now, the Phoenix was playing uh, Sacramento on Friday night. Didn't have anything to do with the Warriors, but... The Phoenix Suns in-house DJ did take center court, and he dropped this Had banger. his like record spins and everything. He was and you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a it's like a South Beach club. It's just this thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. That is fantastic. <laughs> then they all went nuts. Do we get to hear the beat drop? Is there more? Because I'd like to hear the... <laughs> I have to pull it up. Techno again. club uh, music. Yeah, techno <laughs> club music. The whole place goes... Techno thumping. club music. Thumping. Thumping. Techno club music. Thumping. Oh, that is God. brilliant. Now, really does it make you want to go to a Suns game or Kind not? of, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> That's really, really funny. It's my favorite. Honestly, it's my favorite part about the Seals games is the constant music. I love it. It just keeps everyone engaged and gets me fired up. Do you up. get any input on what they play? I do, actually. Do you? Yeah, I've, okay. picked, uh, I've picked. So I he at Bo, who's our DJ. It's a DJ Man Cat, and I love him. He's such a good dude. Not your Bo. Not my Bo. Yeah. Uh, I'll literally just be Deftones, probably. <laughs> um, I, but he asked me, give me a couple of like upbeat songs. So I, I told him, I'm like, bro, you have to have Tom Sawyer. And you have to because they're all Canadians. So you play Tom Sawyer and we have the ball, it'll fire us up. 
And so he so does. are all the other players on the That's other true. team. You were playing true. Calgary literally yeah, in the first Calgary. game. I know. <laughs> so uh, I picked a few uh, in there. I don't. He doesn't mess with my gig. I don't mess with his. He does gr- a great, great job. DJ Mancat's the best. But I love that. It's a that, good high yeah. energy. You know, Even deal. the Steve Kerr lover found the uh, amusement. He has in that to story. laugh. He has yeah. to laugh at that because I it's think so. so good. I think so. All right, and then finally, uh, earlier this morning, guys, we had Golden Globe nominations coming out. the Globes. Now, I always have to figure out which is which. Golden Globes is like a blend of film and television. Correct. Oscars are just Just movies. movies. Emmys are just just TV. Emmys are TV. The Golden Globes are chosen by the foreign... The foreign, foreign Hollywood foreign press. press. Hollywood yeah. foreign press. Yeah, there were a few uh, films and shows to dominate the nominations. Barbie, of course, Oppenheimer, and Succession were the uh, the leaders as far as nominations. Seen two goes. of the three, which is good for me. Yeah, trying to let's see, like Best Picture what uh, Succession? nominations. Oh, Succession. Yeah. Barbie, Poor Things, American Fiction, The Holdovers, May December, and Air. I started watching May December. Uh, on Netflix, and I fell asleep. But I'm also very tired. But it's uh, Julianne Moore. She's remember the your December and Hannah's May. Is that that's the deal? Is that how it it's, works? That's it's the it's the that's what May December means. It's yes. uh you know one younger, one older. Yeah, I'm the December. You just don't want to get into a December February romance. That's if that's... I go December February, she'll be seventy years old. So no, I'm out. Now, I don't know. What's, what's the difference between best screenplay and best picture? Like, Nobody knows. So best picture is the whole <laughs> kitten caboodle. It's like, like a lot of the same movies. Uh, it's the <laughs> actors, the director, everything put together. Screenplay is just the, the words on paper. The words. Like, yeah, it was a really well-written movie. The acting was terrible and the special effects were trash. But boy, that was a well-written movie. You okay. could still win best screenplay. Bradley Cooper did well. He was the director for Maestro. He also starred in Maestro. What is so. Maestro? I've never heard of it. It's a new either. movie. Okay. It's, Sometimes those movies come out like in January and they're on limited release right now, so they're eligible for the awards, but we haven't actually seen that. Now, is that the case with Maestro? I have no idea, I but Maestro I, I haven't heard of it either. States. Came out in September. Okay. Yeah, it's been out for a while. <laughs> Got an 83% like rate. Oh, no, no, you're right. To a, Sorry, Ben. It was released at a film festival in September. Aha. It'll be streaming on Netflix starting December 20th. It's the okay. uh, relationship between Leonard Bernstein and his wife, Felicia. Okay. And it's uh, directed by Bradley Cooper. Is he starring in it as well? He is starring he is in it as well. Playing, I assume uh, as Leonard, Leonard Bernstein, Bernstein, I would think. I listened yep. to a little bit of Bradley Cooper on Howard Stern a week or two ago, and he offered Stern a part in that movie, and he said, absolutely not. <laughs> Because I'm not, I'm not doing he's it. Like, he's like, I don't know if you're a good director or not. Like, <laughs> That's not, why. Not a chance. That's why. I don't know if you're a good director. Uh, and then uh, one of our favorite shows, The Bear. The Bear. Oh, so the bear. epic. Cousin, the bear. Cousin Richie Cousin. was nominated for a Best Supporting nice. Actor in a Television Show. such a show. great season. I assume season Spoons two. was the episode that they... Uh, God, that's one of the best episodes of TV I loved I've that ever episode. Seen. I can watch so it every day. Good. It's so well done. Man, that's a good show. Well, I hope that, I hope he cleans up. I love that guy. Oh, Whatever his name is. Richie. I just call him Uncle Richie. Cousin, cousin Richie. Cousin, cousin Richie. Yeah. Cousin. So good. Thank all, you, Paul. All cousin, though. You're all cousin. Can we start calling each other cousin? All right, cousin. Cousin. All right, cousin. Better than chef. All right, chef. <laughs> all right, that is, uh, that is it for a quick Monday program. Flew by. Um, it's time. We'll see if the Padres start getting into some gear. Like you said, no reactionary moves, but moves. 
They have a lot of things that they need to get get going here. So we'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Get you updated on everything. A couple of Monday Night Football games tonight. We got the uh, Dolphins and Titans here for you on 97.3. The fan first, though. Coach and Braden back from the Army-Navy game, which was won by Woods. Uh, Army. Correct. Army. Uh, That is coming up next for Cuz Paul Rindle and Cuz Stephen Woods. I'm Cuz Ben. Have a great rest of your Monday from all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.